Let's get to the word tonight and see what it's all about. Ooh, there we go. If you want a sermon title, look inside. <laughs> look inside. You know, sometimes we we see signs and we there's windows are blacked out and there's a little sign that says, look inside. You go, ooh, I wonder what's in there. I wonder what's in there. And sometimes it says, don't look inside and you want to look even more. <laughs> Because curiosity is something that drives us. But I was thinking the other day how we live in a world that is obsessed with not so much looking at inside but looking on the outside. Looking on the outside and worried about their appearance. You know, people are into brand names, they care about what clothing they're wearing, they care about their shoes, they care about makeup. They care about their handbag. <laughs> they care about looking really good. Botox, needles. I hate needles. I could never have Botox. <laughs> Botox, plastic surgery, all these things to make yourself look good on the outside. Some people tan, suntan to look darker. Some people put bleach to look lighter. You know, there's all these things that we do to try and make ourselves look really good on the outside. Why? Because most of the time we're not satisfied with where we live. Some of us think we're too tall. Some of us think we're too short. Some of us think we're too fat. Some of us think we're too skinny. Some of us don't like our nose. Some of us don't like our chin. And we want to change things on the outside all the time. You know, that's, it's, you know, it's good to look okay on the outside, but it's what matters on the inside is what counts. You know, sometimes you might feel okay, but if you go to the doctor, they might see things that you don't see. And they might say, I want to take a deeper look. I want to look deeper inside. And they will use x-rays, and they use CT scans, and they use MRIs to see deep inside, to see things we can't. They want to look inside. And you know, God wants to look inside too. In fact, God can look inside, and God does look inside. And when we go to the Bible in a minute, I'll share a story with you that God was looking for somebody to be the next king. And he sent his prophet Samuel to a certain man who had many sons. And he looked at all those boys and they looked very handsome, very strong, very capable, especially the oldest one. And so Samuel looked at him and thought, this must be the next king. And God spoke to him and said, no, no, this is not the one. Samuel looked at Eliab, he was the oldest, and he said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or his physical stature, he's tall, he's strong, because I have refused him. God was saying, Samuel, he looks good to you because you're looking at the outside. But God said, I have said no. Why? For the Lord does not see as man sees. 
Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And I've shared this scripture before, and it is a scripture we need to remember. That it's not about the outside that really matters, it's about what's on the inside. Okay? The next verse I'm going to go to is what Peter was telling the believers. And he was saying this, do not let your adornment be merely outward. In other words, don't try and fix everything on the outside. Arranging your hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. In other words, making sure you look really good and having the things that make you look good. He said, stop worrying so much about that, but rather, instead, let it be the hidden person of the heart, the inside person, who you really are. Let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty. See, not beauty on the outside, but beauty on the inside of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of the Lord. God wants us. He says true beauty comes from the inside. Being a gentle person, being a quiet person. That doesn't mean being quiet, like saying nothing. That means not being loud, not being obnoxious, not being pushy, not drawing attention to yourself, but being gentle, being kind. Being a nice person, basically. Being a nice person. These things really matter to the Lord. What's on the inside? You know, King David, he loved the Lord, but he was not perfect. You know, and one day he sinned against God and he tried to hide it. He hid it for about a year. And then the Lord sent a prophet to him, Nathan. And he said, this is what you have done, and it's not pleasing to God. And so David repented. He felt very bad about it. He was very sorry about it. And this is what he said. He spoke to the Lord, and he said, Behold, in other words, look, you desire truth in the inward parts. Be honest. That's what he's saying. God wants us to be honest. You desire truth in the inward parts. And in the hidden part, you will make me to know wisdom. He's basically saying, I might look like I'm a good person on the outside. I might look intelligent and wise on the outside. But when God speaks to us, when God reveals things to us, that's when we really know wisdom. That's when we really know wisdom. Okay? It's not about... The outside, it's about the heart. That's where God looks. Okay? Jesus had the ability to look at someone and know what was exactly in their heart. <laughs> That's a pretty amazing gift. But he was God in the flesh, so he could do that. He could look at someone and know exactly what they were thinking and what was exactly in their hearts. And you know, the Pharisees were always challenging him. The religious leaders, 
They looked like they were holy and religious and good people, but he knew what was really in their hearts. And they said to him, why do your disciples, they challenged him, they were always challenging and testing him. And they said, why do your disciples not wash their hands before they eat? And Jesus said this, he said, he answered and he said to them, well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites. Hypocrite is somebody who says one thing, but they mean something else. They look like they're nice, but they're not. He said, they wrote, the prophet Isaiah wrote about you. This people honours me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. So they would say, yes, we love God. We serve God. We care about these things. But Jesus said, no, your heart is far away from God. Your lips say it, but your hearts are far away. So he spoke that to them. And then he said this to all the other people. It said, when he called all the multitudes, so he called all the other people and said, listen, guys. He called them to himself and he said to them, hear me, everyone, and understand. There is nothing that enters a man from outside that can defile him. So sometimes they say, you shouldn't eat this. You shouldn't eat that. It's bad. It'll make you unclean. And he's saying, no, it's not about what you eat that makes you unclean. But the things which come out of him, those are the things that defile a man. In other words, those are the things that make you unclean. He's talking about the things that they say and the way that they are. Those are the things that defile or make you unclean. Then he says, if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Of course they all had ears. <laughs> but he's saying, if you want to hear, you will hear. But if you don't want to hear it, you won't. Why? Because he's talking about their hearts. If you want to hear what God's saying, it's because your heart is soft. If you don't want to hear what God is saying, it's because your heart is hard. If you want to hear what God is saying, your ears are open. If you don't want to hear what God is saying, your ears are closed. That's what we say, if you have ears to hear. We all have ears, but some people don't have ears that want to hear. <laughs> That's what he was meaning there. Okay. What else did he say? Well, when he was about to go and die on the cross and then go back to heaven, the disciples were upset. And he said, don't worry, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. So he's saying, I may be going away, but I'm sending the Holy Spirit. He will be your helper and he will live in you. The Spirit of God will live in you. So he's saying you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to worry. God will help you. He will be with you and his Spirit in you. 
So there was that encouragement. And then Paul was saying also, when the people were discouraged, he said, don't lose heart. Do not lose heart. In other words, don't give up. Don't be upset. Don't be discouraged. Why? Because they felt, you know what? We're dying. We're getting old. We're getting... Who feels like they're getting old sometimes and you're starting to ache and... <laughs> oh, stop it. You're young. <laughs> he says, even though our outward man, the outward part of us, is perishing or getting old or kind of breaking down, getting tired, he said this, yet the inward man, our spirit, is being renewed day by day. Okay? The inside is being refreshed and renewed by God. Regardless of the outside, we shouldn't pay so much attention to the outside. It's the inside that really matters. And then in 1 Corinthians, Paul was also saying this. Jesus said the Holy Spirit will be with you. He will be in you. He will help you. And then Paul said this. The Spirit searches all things. You know, we don't really... You know, we think we know ourselves. We actually don't really know ourselves. Sometimes we find ourselves saying things and doing things and going, oh, we get kind of surprised or shocked or a bit disappointed about it because we don't really know everything that's deep down on the inside of us. It says here, the Spirit of God, the Spirit searches all things, <laughs> the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? See, we don't know everything, but God in us can show us what's really in there. And sometimes when God shows us things, he wants us to deal with it. You know, if we get angry, or we get depressed, or we get dis discouraged by things, we say something or do something, and we disappoint ourselves, you know, God knows the deep things that are in there, why we do it. Sometimes it's because we've been hurt. People have hurt us. People have let us down. Maybe we have fears about the future. We're anxious about things. You know? God knows these deep things on the inside of us. And he can give us the answers. And he can give us the wisdom. And he can give us the direction to help us. He can also give us strength when we feel weak sometimes. In Ephesians 3, it says Paul was praying, and he prayed this. He prayed that God would give you or God would grant you according to the riches of his glory. In other words, God's got everything, and he can provide everything we need. To what? To be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. You know, sometimes we feel like we are very weak. You know, we can give in to temptations. You know, we might have a we might have a weakness for food. We might love to eat. <laughs> Some people have a weakness for telling lies. Some people have a weakness for being lazy. You know, some people have a weakness for, you know, chasing to being unfaithful. Things like that. 
the weaknesses that we have. But God can strengthen us deep down on the inside so that we don't do these things on the outside and disappoint ourselves or embarrass ourselves or bring shame on ourselves or bring shame on our families. You know, when we do things that are not pleasing to God, it doesn't just affect us. It affects those around us as well. So Jesus wants us to look on the inside. And I think, you know, at the beginning of a new year, and you know, it's our new year has just passed, and I know Chinese New Year is very close. You know, these things are important to us. You know, whether it's January 1st or February whenever, you know, it's a new year. It's time to take a look inside and make some decisions about the year to come. That's what people do. They want something fresh. They want something new. You know, it's not just about the outside things. You know, people always pray for prosperity <laughs> and health and wealth. But you know, we should be praying about the inside riches, okay? Wisdom, knowledge, discernment, all these things. And the last verse that I want to go to is in Hebrews. Like I said, Jesus could look at people and know what was in their hearts. So how can we know what's in our hearts? How can we know what's really in our hearts? Well, we can look at the Word of God. We can let the Word of God look at us. It says this, the Word of God, Bible, the Word of God is living and powerful. It's not just words on a page. It's living, it's alive powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword it's sharper than any knife or sword sharp like a surgeon's scalpel piercing even to the division of the soul and the spirit and the joints and the marrow it separates the outside from the inside and gets to the deep things just like a surgeon cuts down and cuts out cancer and cuts out all these things so that you get healthy. The Word of God is like that. It can cut through those things and remove them so that we can be healthy and strong again. It says this, and it's a discerner, the Word of God. When you read the Bible, God can speak to us. It's a discerner, a detective, a revealer. Shows us what? The thoughts and the intents of the heart. The Word of God, when we read it, it shows us our heart. Sometimes we think we're really good. <laughs> we think we're really good. And then you read the Word of God and you go, Oh, I need to change this in my life. Yeah? And sometimes we think we're really bad. And then we read the Word of God and it speaks to our hearts and it tells us how much God loves us and that's healing too so it comes in like a knife and cuts through all those false things we believe about ourselves and about God and about others and it brings the truth and it brings healing and it brings direction for our lives and it brings hope and it brings faith 
is it looks inside those deep places that we can't see. You know? Lord, we just thank you that it's the beginning of a new year. And Lord, you want us to take a look inside. And you want, allow, you want us to allow you to look inside and to speak into our lives. Show us those things that maybe should be changed or altered a little bit. You want to give us correction and direction and hope for better things, for better things. Lord, that's your desire always, better things for your children. Help us to stop being like worldly people and always looking at the outside. Help us to take a good look at the inside and let you change us by your spirit from glory to glory. We just bless you and we thank you that you are a good, good father. Lord, we give you permission to look deeper inside and to speak clearly to us. Speak clearly to us. Help us to cooperate with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, if anyone would like prayer, I want to pray with you. Otherwise, have a wonderful week. Thank you for coming to the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. <laughs> How are you?